0: Hi, dear listeners, this is Roman. You're listening to Ukraine Up to Date, the podcast by Promote Ukraine, where we will update you with the most relevant and interesting news regarding Ukraine and the European Union. If you want to know more about our NGO, please check out our website, promoteukraine.org, or you can also visit our Facebook page at Promote Ukraine. Let's get started. Today, I'd like to talk to you about why not granting Ukraine candidate status would have been a terrible mistake for the European Union. You can also find this information in the Brussels Ukraine Review, in an article written by George Dalmaigne, who is a medical doctor, a member of the Belgian federal parliament, the chairman of the Friendship Group with Verkhovna Rada, a former director of Doctors Out Borders, and someone who is fully dedicated to the victory of Ukraine. On February 28, 2022, four days after the start of a new Russian invasion of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky officially applied for his country's accession to the European Union. Thus, the president of Ukraine began to accelerate the process that began 28 years ago, in 1994, with the partnership and cooperation agreements between the European Union and Ukraine. The process gained pace in 2014, when an association agreement was signed between the entities The next day, MEPs enthusiastically responded to to Zelensky's request, passing a resolution calling on, quote, the Union's institutions to ensure that Ukraine is granted candidate status. This resolution was approved by as many as 637 members, while 13 voted against and 26 abstained. A real plebiscite. The European people spoke out to their parliament, confirming the polls, which showed that the vast majority of the population of 27 member states is in favor of Ukraine's accession, including Belgium. Later, on April 8th, European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen solemnly presented the President of Ukraine with a membership questionnaire, telling him in front of all the international press gathered there, we are with you as you dream of Europe. Dear Vladimir, my message today is clear. Ukraine belongs in the European family, We have heard your request loud and clear, and today we are here to give you a first positive answer. However, a few days before the European Council meeting on the 23rd and 24th of June, which is to decide whether to grant Ukraine the status of candidate for accession to the European Union, several member states seem to be hesitant or even back down, preferring to create a European political community. This is a new proposal of the President of France, envisaging that Ukraine should develop in the political community and not receive the status of a candidate for membership. Among those hesitant are also the founding members of the European Union, France, Germany, the Netherlands, and Belgium. To justify their hesitation, they refer to the complexity of the current governance of the Union and the waiting room with certain countries already in it, not to mention the new demands put forward by Georgia and Moldova. Of course, these arguments cannot be ignored. We need to reform the governance of the Union and we must, for example, get rid of the rule of unanimity in the decisions, whenever possible. But these difficulties cannot justify the refusal to grant Ukraine a candidate status. This refusal would be a 180 degree turn, the political consequences of which would be catastrophic. First of all, the European political community with undefined outlines will not be created tomorrow. It should not be rejected immediately, but it is already facing strong opposition from 10 member states who do not miss the opportunity to emphasize that now is not the time for divisions and chatter. At best, it will be a time-consuming process. Its implementation could follow granting membership status to Ukraine, Georgia, and Moldova. Second of all, this refusal, if it was addressed to Ukraine at a time when it suffers the most terrible humiliation, for daring to embark on the path towards our union almost three decades ago, would cause deep despair among its people. Such a Europe would be perceived as cowardly, unreliable, and selfish. This would demoralize civilians and soldiers defending their country and could have detrimental consequences for the conflict. The Kremlin would be dancing for joy and would definitely take this decision as its victory, rejoicing that the Europeans did not want these, quote, Nazis in their family. Should we be reminded that granting EU candid status is essentially a symbolic political but necessary action that will show Ukraine, Russia, our people, and the rest of the world that we reaffirm the right of Europeans who respect the law, freedom, and democracy to join our union? Should it be added that in doing so, Europe pursues its dream of a single, peaceful, prosperous, united, and democratic continent? This candidate status does not in any way determine the outcome of a procedure that could take a very long time. Ukrainians know this and do not ask for any benefits. In fact, nothing justifies these hesitations except the desire to provide assurances to Putin. But have we not learned that the President of the Russian Federation has no desire to have our guarantees? His project is imperial. He laughs at our worship and concessions. His troops will not leave Ukraine if we deny this country what it deserves. If we don't want Ukraine to be in NATO anymore, let's at least agree to shelter it in Europe. Not granting Ukraine a candid status would be a terrible mistake. Let's not miss this historic moment. And this is the end of this episode of Ukraine Up To Date, the podcast by Promote Ukraine. If you have any thoughts or feedback, please not hesitate to contact us so we can improve for you. And if you want more information or news, please check out our website, PromoteUkraine.org. Please also do not hesitate to check out our Facebook page and follow us on social media at PromoteUkraine. I hope you enjoyed this and see you next time.